Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Hey, good morning or afternoon or evening. Um, this is Cards Leaders Coast to Coast, uh, episode 61. I must really like you guys or something. Or you have shit on me. The world will never know. Um, could be both. Today is, it's blackmail. Yeah, we've yeah. got blackmail. Yeah. Mostly both. Yeah, I got so much shit on you guys. You have no idea. Um, so today we're going to talk about The Apprentice because we talked about the uh, student before. And what students, um, and again, we're going to say should. I don't care if you listen to us or not. It's it's should because that's how we speak. But do whatever the fuck you want. Literally, we're not invested in you or your careers because we're invested in ours. But we like to advise. So if you feel like taking our advice, great. If you don't, don't fucking send us an email telling us how you disagree with us. Because honestly, from a Sagittarian's heart, I don't fucking care. So if you don't like it, don't do it. If you like it, by all means. But enough people scroll have asked for our advice. By. Scroll, scroll on by. by. Because <laughs> I could give less than a fuck. So, um, so just to note, the Leo, and the, the Leo and the Aries of this team will probably think differently, but I'm not sure what to think right now because it's Melissa's time to chat. Yeah, that's right. Why don't you just mute yourself then, Jamie? Oh, oh fuck you too. Okay. So the apprentice, what is an apprentice? So in the tarot, the, the pages are the students, correct? And then we have the knights. The knights are still learning, like they're supporting the king and queen, right? That's their job is, is to, um, to take all the information they learned as pages and start putting it into practice, right? So if we want to match it up with the tarot, uh, it's tarot podcast, meow, meow, meow. apprentice is the knight. Um, he's still got it, but he's like, think about the Knight of Pentacles. He's not doing a whole fucking lot of good looking at what he just created. He hasn't moved on from it yet. In fact, he's so grounded, he's using a draft horse to plow, which like you don't ride draft horses. He's wearing a full suit of armor. So he's so above, like so ahead of what he's capable of that he's wearing a full suit of armor while he's sitting on a draft horse. That horse is going to be so pissed, you guys. But so his his thoughts are far above and far away from his actual capabilities, which is where apprentices should be. You're supposed to fuck up. I consider this like your 20s to 30s, right? You're supposed to make mistakes because you're too young um, to not fuck up and you're not old enough yet to know better. So the apprentice stage is your perfect one to do parties, to do events, to put your book down if you're ready, to hang out your shingle if you're ready. Um, but there are some guidelines for that. Like you're reading for yourself, for your friends, your family, you, you maybe have a thing online. What do you charge? Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've talked about this in length. It's so boring. I hate to talk about money, but, um, but we've decided that depending on where you live, it's 40 to $50. That's what you should be charging for a full reading. I personally charge per reading. I don't charge for time because I'm, I'm really good. So if you get time with me, congratulations. Um, that's, that's, this is what I get paid by hour, not by reading. And my readings are like, even my phone readings are 20 minutes and my zoom readings are 40 and that's it. Um, so I would recommend that you charge for situation and for your time rather than for what you think you should be paid talent wise. So we're like between 40 and 50 bucks 
Um, if you are on the book, you got to tell people you're still on the book. And honestly, my opinion is that if you're an apprentice and you're charging this much, you should not be on book, period. But Jamie's going to talk to that later. So, um, so yeah, we're thinking like 40 to 45 to 50, depending on where you live. And also keep studying. I, you never stop being a student in tarot. You can't because you'll miss stuff. Like I just found out the magician's belt was a snake like four years ago. Imagine my surprise after looking at that card for 33 years and going, oh, wait, what? Um, I also just got glasses last year. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but <laughs> shut up, shut up, bitches. No, Jamie, matters. Oh, it does. <laughs> it matters. Jamie, let's talk a little bit more about like, uh, about using the book, what on book means and about mm-hmm. how not to look like you're a scammer, because that's really what it comes down to. Like if a hairdresser were cutting your bangs and said, hang on, and went and got the book and said, no, I got it. I would fucking leave. I would get up to leave. I would also leave let- if they got like a bowl, <laughs> if they put a bowl, you know, to match your head <laughs> and like be like, hold on, I'm going to go get this bowl. And then they cut it. That mm. would kind oh of freak God. me out too. My the literal definition of scotch tape across my forehead and then cut across the scotch tape. And I look like that picture of a cat with the lime thing stuck on its head for most of the 80s. <laughs> That's Shut amazing. Up. Is oh it, my God. Is it amazing? Because well, I did it to I myself. In my- Listen, I had the bowl cut too. I got it professionally done and it was still a bowl cut because that's what my mom chose. And I'm just like, oh my God. is your hat just, if, uh, is your hair just supposed to be bad in the 80s? Yes. yes. The answer is yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had a permed mullet. I had a perm mullet. I look nice. like an actual, like, shut up, Lori. I look like a fucking poodle because it was a tight perm on the top and then it just straight down in the back. Oh, so, so it was I a party. Like a 40- so you had a, yeah, you had the party up front, and, and oh the, my god, you know, the business. No, I looked like a seventy-two-year-old <laughs> accountant named Marjorie in the front, oh and I looked like a redneck named Scooper in the back. So shut up. I had All the right. Mary Lou set- Retton cuts. My my mom. Panda says yeah. Malerm. A I Malerm. had the the Malerm. the, the uh, Dorothy Hamill <laughs> yeah. cut, except it was crooked and it looked like my head was on sideways. Yeah. So anyway, but, so back we to digress. business. However, this is, you know, the things that we're talking about strangely about haircuts and 80s haircuts or even the 90s, you know, haircuts with the, you know, the hairspray, you know, shenanigans. Nobody had two eyes in the 90s. Everyone had one eye. Yeah, it it, it really it really relates back to on book because um, or, you know, being on book or off book, because these are things that you learn as an apprentice. You learn, you know, like the tips and the tricks of, you know, like, how do you align that, you know, like your mom putting that scotch tape to protect how do you somebody's do, forehead how do, you do bangs and tarot yeah yeah so it's kind of like you know yeah like what spreads do you want to use how many cards do you want to use per situation you know yeah um like how much time should it take at a fucking like festival yeah uh, five yeah, to ten the- minutes or less. Yeah. I mean, like, better. Yeah. I mean, like it get it, better. Yeah. It, it's, it's quick, especially when you have like 30 people deep and we've talked about this in episodes. This is not about like, Hillary's social life, Jamie. This is about mm-hmm. arrow. Really? I thought okay, it was yours. This is but- an episode where she's picking <laughs> well, on and me. I, and, I, I don't and, know and I'm, su- and I'm supposed to be talking right now. So we need to mute. Melissa, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, but yeah, I'm just so, going to mute myself. But it's that trans. I mean, the the biggest thing is is when you're learning how to do all this stuff. It's the transparency of it all. Like even as a professional, one of the things I do is I introduce the spreads to my clients in my practice. 
I'll be like, well, this is a good spread for you. What do you think? Does this answer your question or questions? Or does it have enough cards for you to get enough information? And so as an apprentice, you can, you know, still be kind of on book and just let people know that, you know, hey, I'm trying out a new spread or I'm trying out a new divination tool. You know, maybe you want to learn how to layer things like Jamie Sawyer or other people do. You know, you can you can always be transparent about, um, you know, what you're learning or the fact that you've never tried something before. I mean, that's exciting to hear. I'm trying a new thing. Oh, fuck. I'm in. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's something we all do even up to the professional level, you know, like there are things that I'll do, um, where it's like, um, I'll be like, Hey, this sounds like a fun thing. I've never done a reading before, but I've like this, but I've got this idea. You want to play, you want to try something. Mm. That's what sets us apart. I think from a lot of like the scammers and stuff is that, a true tarot reader is always learning. We're always trying to hone our craft. We're using new skills, new techniques, and we're willing to share it and, you know, help others to achieve their brilliance through these new techniques. A scammer might, you know, say, I know all, or, you know, like there'll be things like only I can remove this curse off of you, you know, for $10,000, And we, we oh, actually, didn't yeah. we just do an episode about that? Asshole? Well, it's coming later. So, so yeah, we're, yeah this episode's going to be before Stay that. tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> episode Melissa 66. losing her shit over scammers. Yeah. yeah. Well, all of us losing our shit over all scammers. All of us collectively because, losing their shits. Because the legitimate, I mean, there is a legit, we're all the, the tarot community and readers, we're trying to figure out how to legitimize ourselves. How do we mm. show that we are truly a legitimate profession, that we're not a part of these scammers, that we're not a part of the crew that learns tarot in an arrow in an hour, in an hour, learns tarot in an hour, sets out their sign and says, you know, I'm $500. I'm great. I've done this for, you know, one hour. You know, no, I mean, like I've been studying since I was 13. Hillary's been studying since she was like one. And Melissa just, you know, got born with this <laughs> 16, knowledge. But yes, yeah. sure. M- Melissa was just <laughs> born with it, you know, being the Sagittarius. She knows not. all. No. <laughs> you know what? But, I will take yeah. that back. I was bo- I was born with the knowing of things. I was born with that instinct and that intuition was very mm-hmm. strong and very scary. And the tools helped me to the tarot became my tool to mediate that gift that scared the shit out of me you know so i will take that back i was born with this my intuition is very strong my grandmother had it my dad has it my like panda uh-oh we had a surprise breakthrough yeah it runs <laughs> in my family um so i was born with it but the tarot cards helped me to shape it and that took practice because it's like being born, you know how to pee, but someone needs to teach you how to pee in a toilet, right? Mm. So that's the first analogy that came with me. So I'm fucking running with it. But instead this of is what uh, we're toilet about. training, we're talking about tarot tarot training, training exactly. <laughs> but you're but born true. with these abilities, and you're born with intuition. But you weren't born learning how to do tarot. So quit fucking acting like it and submerge yourself in the student, apprentice, master, like. And then start experience. over. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. Every Sorry. Time, every time you level up, you learn something new. I mean, there's a point in everybody's practice where we plateau. You plateau, uh, you know, as a, as a student, you plateau by reading, by, you know, just giving those free readings to your family and to your friends. At some point, you're going to want to start earning money. 
and you'll chart, you'll try and, I mean, and this is what Hillary's going to get into. I mean, that money piece is for people like me, the money piece was hard. It's like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to charge too much, but I didn't want to undercut. And I undercut for years. And I'm talking like <clears throat> until like last year or something, but you know, it's, it's, you know, that's the thing though. We deserve to make a living off of this, just like authors deserve to be paid for their books, just like artists and uh, musician artists deserve to be paid for their music and their pretty pictures. So Hillary, mm. why don't you delve into the the money, the formulary of it all? Well, I do have some thoughts mm-hmm. first and foremost about like, you know, the the problem with but do scammers. we want to hear them? I'm just kidding. I do. Muter. You shut up, Liz. No. Automatic mute button. <laughs> yeah. Um so the the portion of it that gets a little bit confusing and unfortunately smart smart people have been scammed before unfortunately and we will talk about that on a separate upcoming episode but there are legitimate root workers out there that do work magic on behalf of people um and so we can give you recommendations for that and it kind of get gets a little bit into a gray area of the people that do do both you know there are tarot readers and then there are root workers and spiritual workers but when it kind of combines into this scammy type of situation it's usually like for $500 i can light a candle for you uh no if we happen if a tarot reader happens to see a curse or happens to see you know a bad vibe or bad string of luck we might say it in the cards and then say do you have a spiritual community that you can bring this problem to you know, because I'm going to like, I usually do have a bit of spell casting tendencies, you know, that I will recommend to my clients, but I'm not going to force it on them. And I, I'm not going to charge additional money, you know, to say, oh, I can only break the curse. So like, thank you, Jamie, for bringing that up. You know, like there is a difference. Know the difference. Sometimes we're, sometimes we're both, but most of the time we will say as such okay Uh, again expectations Mm -hmm. so so (laughs) we we have just been challenged in a way by our by our uh community of two now waiting for a course called tarot training with sections including diapers pull-ups and big girl panties so i think i think we need to do something like that ladies because i love this idea of tarot training (laughs) noted Notice. Um, But as to the money aspect of it, um, for the apprentice formula or the apprentice stage, we're recommending $45 to $50 for new readers and off the book. I and I do agree. I think people should be off book. However, the whole portion about trying something out, like for example, I was using the pocket of peers tarot um, with one of my clients. And I think it was the first time I was actually using it with one of my clients. Um, and I had been reading with it for like card of the day polls for my own personal practice. And I said to them, you know what, I'm going to bring this, bring this deck out. We're going to use it together. I'm going to provide my interpretation first, and then I'm going to go to the book in case I don't, don't recognize some of the people that are on this particular deck or on this particular card. Because Mm -hmm. like, Hey, if like the page of wands comes up, that's jamers (laughs) in that deck. So it's just like, that's pretty easy for me to one, interpret the page of wands and also 
you know, if it's applicable for the reading, basically say like, Hey, Jamie's a fire dancer. She's this, she's that she's an author. She's, and it's just like, this might also be a sign to like, look at the tarot a little bit differently or do a creative project or what have you. Um, but I want to interpret first and give my interpretation unbiased and then go to the book. But again, it's about transparency and expectation. And I also have to say for beginner and intermediate readers, Jamie Sawyer's work is fucking incredible. If you want to go off of Rider-Waite-Smith, she incorporates more symbols and it's almost as, it's not almost as, it's as good as Kim Franz's Wild Unknown in that it aligns so perfectly with the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. Um, It's more community-based. I can't read Pocket Appears because George keeps showing up. And I just tried to call him the other day. So I'm still not okay. Um, I'm not okay with using it. But uh, George is a friend of mine who passed away. who is the king of pentacles now and forever. A friend of ours. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, But I can't use it because George is in it. But it is truly one of the best. And she has a new one um, that's all about hands. I don't remember the title. About out of hands. Um, yeah, out of, out of hand. hand tarot that's yeah. coming out soon on her Kickstarter. Yep. And I have to tell you, she is impeccable when it comes to getting the right skin on the writer Waits Smith skeleton. So Jamie Sawyer, look her up, big deal. Yes. Sorry, um, I had to interject, go ahead. So back to the formula. So um, Teresa Reed, AKA the Tarot Lady has taught me a really great formula. You can, you can look it up on her website, thetarolady.com. I'm sure you can find it. I think it was called like the number or look up numbers because You have to, if you're charging, you have to know that beginning number of what you want to make in a year, what you want to make in, uh, you know, six months, what you want to make in three months, what you want to make in a month. How about a week? How many days of the week do you want to work or offer readings? And from that number, you're basically breaking it down to the unit of measurement for, you know, how much money you're going to charge per reading. And it can be a combination of readings depending on the readings that you offer. So like, for example, I'm going to start with like, I wanted to make 1600 every two weeks times two, that would be 3,200 a month. So every week I would need to make $800 daily. I would have to make $160. Um, And then daily, I would break it down depending on the types of readings that I was offering. So like for daily, that would be seven email readings or three half hour sessions or two, two hour sessions or two hour sessions. It's, it's, you know, and don't be afraid of these numbers. I mean, we're going to have to post in there. Do not fear the numbers. Embrace the numbers. Yes. Embrace (laughs) it. Because it's it's, it's smarter than it's, it's, it's better than we think. It's easier than you think. Yes. And, and, and also it teaches you how to value yourself and your work. Like, because I don't, I didn't fucking know I was doing readings. I had been studying for 10 years and started reading, doing readings for $10 at a bar. I vastly underestimated my earning potential. Because as soon as I was like, fuck it, I don't want to come here twice a week, I'll just change it to 20. I was getting more clients because they thought that I was not just fucking around. And then I started um, in my, like, I guess, apprenticeship merging into stuff. And I was charging $100 an hour moving into mastery. Teresa Reed herself said, 
fucking raise your price, bitch. Who do you think you are? And I went, oh, oh I'm shit. in so much trouble I'm in with so, her right she now. She raised I her know. voice to me, and I think <laughs> I actually turned into ice for a second and then shattered into a piece of peanut puddle. But if if motherfucking Teresa Reed tells you to raise your price, you fucking do it. So that's how I got to 125. And then I talked to a marketing person like three years ago who said 125 is not cutting it. I'm like, yeah, but it's affordable. I want to stick there for a while. Then I got really sick. Now my price is, is 150 or 175 because my time is very, very valuable now. And I'm also really goddamn good at what I do. So I have 30 five years of experience under my belt. I am really good at this and my time is valuable. But if I hadn't had that urge from Teresa to charge what I was worth, I do not think I ever would have had the balls to do it. So that's why we're doing this. We want you to get paid what you're worth, but we don't want you to get paid outside of your realm of expertise. Because if you fuck up, man, once your reputation in tarot is dinged, you're fucked. You drop a ball real loud, everybody's going to hear about it. These bunch, like it's, this, one of the reasons I picked Hillary and Jamie to do this podcast is because they don't gossip either. Like we have our little hen sessions, and it's private. Everything we talk about is in the vault, and I know that I can trust them implicitly. But outside of that, the tarot world is, can be full of crazy drama and bullshit and backstabbing and gossip and all of this shit. And somebody you think your friend is talking shit to you about your other friends. And then your other friends talk to you and go, do you even know this bitch? Like I've tried, people try to cancel me like twice. It ain't working. But like. And, but and when, by the way, like yeah. the community, um, your, your clients, yeah. you think that they, that, that this might not get back to your clients. They feel that they do yeah. feel it. Even 100%. if they can't put their finger on that energy, they feel it. percent of my client base is word of mouth. I don't care how many great graphics Panda makes. I don't care how present I am on social media. I even closed my Twitter account because 90% of my client, I just had one last night. I wanted to talk to you because my friend got a reading from you and it changed her life. You can't fucking advertise that. The only reason that I'm that good is because I worked my ass off to become so because I went through the student phase. I went through the apprentice phase and now I'm at the master phase. And now that I'm here, I'm going back to start studying from Eden Gray and from all of the, the teachers that I kind of didn't understand all of the intricacies of what they were saying because the language was so uh, outdated and because I didn't understand the cards. Now I'm going back to put that baseline of knowledge underneath what I know already so I can start from the ground up and start relearning the tarot and relearning magic. So like this is a lifelong process you guys. And if you're in this really excitable state, I'm so proud of anybody who got to apprentice. I'm so proud of you. And if you want to move forward, all three of us are proud of you. If you want to move forward with integrity, that's how you build a client base. Mm. You use integrity and clear heads in Hillary's math. I'm sorry. Teresa Reed's math. As <laughs> Teresa Reed's math honestly, she kicked, right. she kicked my ass. And I think she actually, um, offered a class on that, um, at the soulful proprietor retreat, she which did. all three of us went to yeah. and, um, at ended up, you know, creating this podcast years before, story, you guys. years before, years, is. <laughs> years before we even knew that we were going to do this podcast. So, um, but I do want to mention, especially about, you know, like this is kind of like your nose to the grindstone work 
work hard, you know, get that, get that cheddar as my husband likes to say, get that reading cheddar and get that tarot cheddar. Um, Mm -hmm. But also about that whole word of mouth portion, um, there is a wonderful book by Jenna Matlin called, um, I think it's Have Tarot Will Travel was the uh, first book. Um, uh, And I only know that because I was her editor on that. Um, I think she (laughs) self-published, but it was a fantastic book. Uh, yes, you can get it on Amazon now, I believe. Um, but the, that is about event reading, which is a very different animal. And so the rates that we're recommending to you right now for the apprentice you know, formula, it may be different depending on the venue or the subject of the reading space, or if you're doing an event or a festival, it could be 25 to $30 per reading. Um, you could be doing five minute readings. You could be doing 10 minute readings. Um, but that, uh, that monetary formula is going to be a little bit different if you're doing event readings and also making money is not really the point sometimes of event reading. It can be, it can be, Mm -hmm. but the bigger portion of event readings is about word of mouth and getting, you know, you know, getting your, getting your hours and getting your clientele. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm working or have worked since we're doing this in the future. Again, everything is an illusion. We're recording this in the past. Um, I am, <laughs> I, I went to St. Charles pride. I went to um, uh, another pride. Uh, um, oh, pagan picnic. And then I'm going to another pride at the end of August. I charged $20 a reading at events. I charge a hundred and what? 175 for at home readings. The reason I only charge $20 at events is because I, I don't, Cut the, I usually donate the money or give it to my kids to buy crystals with or gay shit. Um, or we buy ourselves dinner at the end of the night. I, I usually make anywhere from five to a thousand dollars just doing readings and selling books. And we just let our kids have that money and it's for fun. But guess what? I've done readings for like the, I think I did 15 readings the first day and 20 the next. And I've gotten uh, booked readings from three of them so far. I have new clients Yay. now. That are willing because they know I'm good. And because I've done my homework, they are now lifetime clients. I have built a lot of my client base out of doing, out of charging 20, I still, still 20 bucks a reading, 20 bucks for a book, 20 bucks for a reading. I'll sign it for you. And then I have a client for life. And Mm. that's the point. The point is not to make a lot of money from go. The point is to earn your client base with integrity so that they will be lifetime clients. I have a client who's so dear to my heart that um, I started reading for them way back in $10 before, I think before they met their husband. I read for them through their, their commitment ceremony, their protest ceremony on the, on the White House steps back in the 90s. I read for them through their actual marriage when it was finally legal for them to get married. I read for them for the adoption of their first and second children. And I've read for them for the death of a parent now. This is a 25-year relationship that I have with this client who texts me on my birthday and who I who bought me a toaster when we were really broke and we didn't want to buy a poor person toaster that was going to catch our house on fire. He said, I want a really specific one. And I'm mad that I can't get it. He had it shipped to my house. So when you do it right, like me, like Hillary, like Jamie, you get a client base that's built on your integrity, your skills, and your fucking elbow grease. So go forward and either take this advice or fucking don't. We don't care. But it's time for us to go. <laughs> well, I don't give a make fuck. Your, oh, here, here, I will add to this right before we go. 
make yeah. good. It's like what Neil Gaiman says, make good mistakes, make good art. Make good mistakes. And make fuck good up mistakes. while you're at a level where you can fuck up without destroying your business. And then and you I, learn can, how not to fuck up. Yeah. As much. I, I mean, like, thank you. And thank you to all of our clients, our long-term yes. regular Jesus, clients. Love we love so we love you so much. It is absolutely our honor and privilege. I was trying not to tear up when you were saying all that, Melissa, but like, I'm like looking back on some of my, my favorite clients and some of my long-term clients. I've been reading for them for over 10 years now. Yep. And I'm just like, this is amazing. And they're also your biggest cheering squad too. They my are. first book is, my first book is coming out in, at the end of November this year. <laughs> yeah, and they whoop, are, whoop. they are so excited for me. And they're just like, I'm so glad that you were, you're finally listening to us and, you know, writing a book. I was just going to ask you, when is your book coming out? And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> and now so, I can say, you know, thank it's you like, to our it's clients. Incredible. Thank, thank you, you to, to our teachers. Yeah. Thank you to Teresa our Reed, peers. to Al's daughter, and to Jamie, to Hillary, to fucking Mary mm-hmm. Kay motherfucking Greer and Rachel Goddamn Pollock, to Jenna Matlin, to Jamie Sawyer, to fucking Benabel Wen. Like okay. it goes Everybody on and on and yeah. on because we shares. are a community when we want to be. And and you get to be part of our community and we welcome you. Please do it right. Please do it right. So we'll see you at the next turn when you're a master. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.